Hey, yeah. You like basketball? So do we at the Corner 3 Podcast. The Corner 3 Podcast is a one-stop shop for all things basketball talk. Whether it be news, rumors, hot takes, humor, you name it, we got it. But hey, don't take my word for it. We're streaming on all digital platforms. Pull up, check us out for yourself. Peace. Let's go. Hey, I forgot how. Let's go. Hey, hey, bow you around. Hey, do 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 do. Hello, greetings. What up? What up, podcast land? It's your boy Brentel. This is a journey of a relationship podcast, and today we have the wonderful co-host with the mostest, Janelle. Hey, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the hostess with the mostest. Uh, nice sauce there. Nice sauce. Um, how are you? Let me turn my mic up a little bit. How are you? I'm good, and I'm cold. Oh. How are you? Speaking of that, uh, I got a heater for you, too. You did? Yeah. Um, well, I didn't. I have an extra heater here, is what I'm saying. <laughs> to give you. <laughs> you got two, so you was going to give me one. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> huh. <laughs> right, so I got some earbuds last time. Oh, I don't do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I spread the wealth. Don't do that. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> anyway. Dude, keep them or no? <laughs> That's true, but... <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, what you been up to? What I been up to? Um, We did Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. We didn't do anything. No, we just, didn't. We did not brush our teeth, but we did. <laughs> Too much information, <laughs> but we had lobster tail. <laughs> yeah, we had lobster tail, and we ate steak, and, and yes. we had a good time. And we had the itis. <laughs> yes, we enjoyed each other's company. Yes, we did. Great. Um, oh yeah, we did the whole like cookies or not cookies, but you know, flowers and all that stuff. Sounds but. Great. Yeah, we just, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, we just kicked it in the crib, man. Mm-hmm. Had a good time. Watch your honor. Oh, yeah. The season finale. How you feel about that? I'm sad to see it go because now we don't have anything really lined up to watch except what All American. And I'm pretty much oh. watching that by myself. Oh. So. <laughs> and The Bachelor, like, you don't really watch that? So. Uh-uh. We nah. don't really have a good show to watch together. Anymore. I thought about something with your honor. Um, it was like the everybody, like the black, like the the Jones family, like mm-hmm. they were like an afterthought. Even, even, um, just Kofi getting killed. How that was like a small part of the story. It was a big part, mm-hmm. but it was like in the background at the same time. 
yeah. uh, even um, Eugene's family getting killed. Like that was a, it was it was it was in the background. You know what I'm saying? Like these tragic yeah. things that happened to this one specific family was just in the background, and it was like, like I don't know, something about it just did, didn't feel. You know what I mean? It was like mm-hmm. though that part of it wasn't humanized enough for me. Yes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, with desire, with Michael, it, it was just the focus was just on. Michael and the Baxters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you saw the little funeral scene, but after that, it was just it, it was just lost in the story. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I got to check and see who the writer is, because the writer was like, the it was okay. I got the words for it. The black. That black, that black Jones family were used as props and not people. Yeah. In the story. Yep. To tell a, the greater story or yeah. the greater focus of the, the show. Yeah. yeah. That made me feel some type of way. But, mm-hmm. um, all in all, it was, we had a good time watching the show. We like, <laughs> we, Sunday was an appointment, like Sunday mornings, cause we watched it on a Sunday morning. Uh, it was an appointment. That we watch, yes. Your Honor, every every Sunday. Um, yeah. Yes, we made breakfast at eight <laughs> and watched. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, watched Your Honor. Good times. Um, yes, I heard that the with the the ending, like not being favorable. They talking about bringing back a second season. To kind of, mm. I guess this show was done overseas and it had two seasons. Yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. Mm, I think there's enough story. Like there's still enough story there to tell. Yeah. So. I mean, I, yeah. They could develop the other characters that they didn't really thoroughly do. You know. Yeah, but like the whole like um the the suspense of oh gosh we don't we don't want Michael to die, but I mean not Michael, but uh Adam to die, but you know mm-hmm. we kind of deserve it. And, you know what I mean? Like yeah, this whole that whole element of the show is gone. But it is that's true. Um. But yeah, other than that, like we've been up to, up to just like living our lives and uh getting stronger as a couple, I think. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I agree. and you know, working on communication and stuff day by mm-hmm. day. Um yep. I picked up options trading and I've been like focused on that. Um, so I haven't really been putting out podcasts like that. So that's what's going on. Um, I still have to do the sports show with the fellas. Um, yeah. So that's what's been going on. I've been like diving into it. Like I'm back in college and it's been fun. Mm. A lot of, a lot of learning happening. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Twists and turns along yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's been cool because I've been um, 
introducing all of these concepts and things and uh, information that I've been getting. I've been telling Janelle, hey, look, look at this. Check this mm-hmm. out. I heard this. Ain't this crazy? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the, the the beauty of it is that you are you aren't just keeping this information to yourself. Like you're you know, sharing it with me and you're sharing it with your friends and I think that's so important and so needed because I think a lot of times people just get all this knowledge and they just keep it to themselves and it's like why? Yeah. <laughs> when there's enough money for everybody like and you want your friends and your significant other and people you care about like you want to set them up for success too yeah so yeah at least I would hope so absolutely I think that's a great a great thing thank you kudos to you um so we had a conversation uh, oh, a lot of okay, with like neediness and um, I guess like the ability or like um, your resilience, right? Um, that you have a lot of times either resilience or like neediness. Like it has to do with like how you were raised. Yes. Um, and I think how fathers raise their daughters and how mothers raise their their sons have a lot, uh, like impact on how they are in relationships, right? Yeah. And um, I, I I'm like in the middle of things when it comes to like my daughters, like, um, how, like, cause I want them to be able to do everything on their own. You know what I mean? And let them make the decision of, Hey, uh, person that I'm with, I want you here is why you're here, not because I need you to be here. You know what I'm saying? Yes, for my livelihood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yes. So that's what I've been like. I try to teach that and like just uh, just get it, get it, get it. You know what I'm saying? Understand <laughs> it. Um, yeah, catch these gems. Yeah, and mold <laughs> mold these individuals into independent women um yeah so with that like on the other end like with I was thinking about like how my mom was with me and my brother um well when she became like single mom we were like 13 already so a lot of the hard work of like the infantile you know what I mean like the Mm -hmm. What's it called? Pre-brubescent years. Yeah. Um, was in, like, I had my dad home, at home too. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the molding and shit was already done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, like, 
but I do know that my my mom she did like she was like you you gonna you gonna have a job you gonna you gonna pay one bill in the house <laughs> and you know just like <clears throat> as you know 14 15 16 as you are working you know what I'm saying you're growing into an adult you kind of got some sense of responsibility or whatever um she did those type of things like <clears throat> she didn't my mom didn't wake me up for school. None of, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you get up. Like, if you, if you late, you find your way to school. That's on you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you missed the bus, you gotta walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a lot of like, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, it was real. It was a real upbringing. And I think, um, that definitely has a lot to do with how I am in a relationship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I, just because how I was brought up, you know, far as like <clears throat> the, you know, the upbringing part, like the teenage years, like it's kind of how I view things now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you don't, I don't, I never needed this. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, that yeah. affects, it affects how I am in a relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. could you, could you second that with like your, uh, your upbringing? Uh, um, I think so. It was, I just realized like parenting is so hard. Like, because when you think about, like, for me, I think about, like, how I grew up and, like, the the takeaways and the things that I've I've learned, the things that, you know, my parents instilled in me. And then I also think on the flip side, the things, like, that, you know, I, like, I didn't get, um, that I wanted to make sure like I was that much more um sort of um what's the word intentional about instilling those things in my children but for me like you as a parent you have to it's like you have to strike a delicate balance and like I have a daughter and a son so like with my daughter it's like I have taught her to be like no and like you have with yours, like be independent and, you know, be strong and don't rely on, don't rely on no man, um, (laughs) for your livelihood. But at the same time, it's like, you also want, it's hard because you, 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 you instill that in them, but then you also want them to be able to be vulnerable. Um, you know what I mean? To be, um, extend grace to people. Um, be able to, you know, be, have your guard up, but also learn like, you know, when it's safe, it's to trust people. And so it's that balance, you know what I'm saying? Like where you want them to be this well-rounded person, but it's like, oh, out of those things that you teach them, it's like, what are they going to hold on to? You know what I mean? Like, um, from what you taught them and you hope they're well-rounded, but then it's, there's always this concern like, Ooh, did I go too hard? 
in this one area. <laughs> you know, and they're not on the other side of it. They're not as developed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really hard. And, um, you know, my son, it's even harder because it's like, yeah, you know, I want him to be independent too and strong, be a provider and, you know, be, um, be a great teammate, be well-rounded, be able to, um, cook, be clean, um, not just rely on a woman to, to do those typical gender role things. And so uh, it's just, I hope that when he's like, when they both enter in like real for real adult relationships, that they take all of those things, um, that I've tried to instill in them to be a great partner. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't know. <laughs> That's the hard part. You do the best you can and the rest is on them. You know? But it's hard. I just like went into, wow. <laughs> I apologize. First off, uh, I went into like a flashback of when I missed school. Like I missed the bus and I had to walk to school. And, um, I went on it. Like we got two trestles, like anybody like old school, old school people know that live in Fremont or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> the the bike trail now it used to be the trestles and the trestles is like the old broken down train tracks and we used to walk through there and then they had a new train track that the trains you know came on you know what I'm saying so you had to like the bridge part where you know once you go on the bridge it's like that metal enclosed bridge train track over bridge type of thing to, you know, you get to the street or whatever. So my cool ass said, no, nah, I'm not walking the trestles today. I'm going to walk the new train track, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got like um about 75% of the way and I heard the train coming. <laughs> you start. You guys shook. <laughs> I barely made it out of there. No bullshit. <laughs> Barely made it alive, trying to be grown. I was thinking, like, man, what if I would have tripped or something? Like, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> we wouldn't be talking. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, moral of the story is, kids, don't use the train track. That's still going. <laughs> that's right. That's the takeaway from this whole conversation. Oh, Jesus! Don't miss the bus. <laughs> yeah, don't miss the bus. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, I'm sorry, but... Yeah. That's okay, I was just talking, I guess. Uh, no, I was listening, but it just took me took me there. Um, uh, also, like, okay... Well, we'll leave it alone. We'll leave it alone. We, we got good money. We got good meat on the bone. Let's go ahead and move. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Oh, I need you... Let's go. Let's go to... Uh, articles. Okay. So, I saw this article on uh, psychology today. Okay. And it's called Five Signs That a Relationship Has Turned.
turn toxic. Ah, she know. And it says, beware these five signs of controlling and manipulative partners. Oh, shit. So, and then just, it's like five quick things. So, number one is denying your intuition. And basically, it says that um, you may have a gut feeling that something is amiss in your relationship. And yet, somehow, you find a way to talk yourself out of it. And it says, you know, our intuition tells us to get out, yet for some reason we stay. Um, it says when you doubt your intuition, you lose your power. Mm. And uh, it says you might second guess yourself and wonder if you're not seeing things right. Okay. Um, you might even manage to blame yourself for any problems you're experiencing and imagine that your relationship would be fine if only you could be the perfect partner. Mm. So. Okay. So, number two. Um, when uh, gaslighting happens. Kind of... um, so... It says gaslighting partners will make you question your own reality. Um, so if you suggest they're being, if they're being selfish and inconsiderate, then they'll convince you that you're the selfish and inconsiderate one. So basically, if someone makes you doubt your inner knowing, um, or if you have intuition that your partner's cheating in the part, it says, okay, so it says, it's what most toxic relationships do. You have the intuition that your partner's cheating, and then the partner says, no, no, I would never do that. You're just crazy. And right. suddenly you're on the defense of having to explain why you're being paranoid. It's a way of detracting. Yes. Um, and so it says the skills, the destructive skill that gas fires bring to relationships is the ability to mask their manipulation which makes it hard to recognize it and call it out. And then the third thing is intermittent reinforcement. Um, let's see. Let's see more about that. So okay. So basically it's saying that if one minute your partner builds you up and then they make you feel they make you feel good about yourself, and then other times they tear you down and criticize you, um, and they make you feel like you're not good enough. Um, basically, it's a push pull dynamic where you never know when you'll get love or acceptance or validation. Mm -hmm. so that it keeps you it keeps you needing it and wanting it because you're used to the bad. Yes. Yep. So. It's like a, a hamster wheel, basically. Yeah. Um, and then the other fourth one is social ice, social isolation. Um, your partner, your manipulative partner wants to be able to control you and what you experience. Um, and outside relationships can be very threatening to their desire to define your reality. Yes. So they try to isolate you socially, um, from your friends, criticizing your family, declining social outings with other people. Um, they'll make you do, do those things. Um, and mind control. 
Absolutely. <laughs> and then the number five is feeling like you can't be yourself. Um, so when you're in a healthy relationship, the other person loves you for who you are. They encourage you to be yourself, maybe even a better version of yourself. Um, but in a toxic relationship, um, the person can may tell you that you're never going to be good enough and that um, you need to become someone else. Because you're not good enough. Yes. Basically. Yes. Um, and, and, and... And the worst thing you could do is lose yourself. Yes, or dim your light mm-hmm. um, to be... To, you know, or try to be seen by the person you're with because they should already see already you. see you. Yep. And love you for who you are. So that's a fact. <laughs> so yeah, those were the uh, the five signs that's to run away from. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, girl or guy or guy. You in danger. <laughs> you in danger, girl. <laughs> yeah. Or guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I think when guys are in those type of relationships, it's kind of like worse. Like, it's worse because, like, I wouldn't say it's worse, but like, it really affects guys. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. really, like, it really, really affects men. Mm-hmm. Because, they're, like, women, like, they're, they have the sharpest sword when it comes to, like, mental abuse. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah. men, I mean, yeah, there's some men that are, like, you know, wolves, but mostly they're brutes. You know what I'm saying? So it it would be like more like physical mm-hmm. or 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 uh financial abuse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think women know how to go for the jugular. Yeah. So <laughs> and cut you in. Cut you down. So yes. Beware. Um is it time for the is it wrong yes. segment of Yes, show? let's go. Let's get it over with. <laughs> this sounds really horrible. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> okay, I know. Nah, we good. We got, we, we, we got a really good flow. We got good content in these 26 minutes. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Can we get to 30? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one, is it wrong to go on a solo trip without your significant other? No. Okay. Why? Uh, why? Why would it be? Uh, depends. I mean, yeah, just have a good time. I, <laughs> I think it depends on the strength of your relationship. And uh, if that, if you can't go on, if you financially can do it. Um, it's, it's not gonna hurt your, you know, like if you say you are married, it's not gonna hurt your household, whatever. Go. Like, if you can't do that, then y'all shouldn't be in a relationship. Period. Right. Which is where I was going with that. Yeah. 
because if you um, would be worried the whole time about what they could be doing, um, seeing, then that's a greater see, problem. I can see a thing where it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm worried. Like, ah, uh, he, he he's not going to. He's not going to shut the garage when he leaves or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no, I mean, like, you know, like, um, you, if you got like a, a husband that, you know, falls asleep with food on or something like that, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah. Kind of shit. Like, you think of like, there's, you're worried about their safety. Not- yeah. That they're doing something nefarious. Right. I can see Basically. that. But yeah. um, other than that, well, no. Like, if you got to yeah. worry about somebody doing something nefarious, you shouldn't be in a fucking relationship. Get out of it. That's true. Which is a good callback to the signs of being in a toxic yeah. relationship. That's number six. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Like, for me, I would be concern like because we took a long like you know we took a trip and I was you know I closed my eyes for a little bit but I was looking at you when your eyes start getting heavy and dry <laughs> I was like like I don't want no problems do we need to pull over do you need to put some music on put the windows down so I I would be concerned if I was not there to, you know, make sure that you were straight. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, second one. Is it wrong to prejudge a potential suitor based on their um, astrological sign? <laughs> I, 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 I know some people are probably screaming like, hell yeah. Hell no, it ain't. Oh, excuse me. Hell no, it ain't. Um, that shit real. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't, I don't, I, I look at it in, 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 in compatibility and shit, but like, mm-hmm. or, 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 um, characteristics. But like, other than that, like, I don't, I ain't too familiar. So I can say like, I don't say it's wrong. I, I just don't, I just, it's not that serious for me. So yeah, that's what I was saying. like. Yeah. I don't think it should be a determining factor in who you choose to date, uh, based on their sign. I mean, it could give you a slight indication maybe of some of their character traits. Maybe, maybe not, but like, um, it shouldn't be like a, a deal breaker. Um, because everything that it says you are, I don't necessarily subscribe to that. Like, especially for my sign. So I've, I've heard people they say like, uh, like they don't like take it serious. But like, if you're not in the compatibility, like you're not one of the like compatible signs, they don't take mm-hmm. you serious. But they'll still like humor the mm-hmm. process, but. Yeah, they don't take you serious. I don't agree with that. Did you like when you first found out like my birthday? Did you like look look it up? Oh, I knew you were compatible. So. <laughs> Without lo- actually looking that up. Yeah, I, I know who's compatible yeah. and who's not. Oh, okay. 
So even if it was, I was assigned where it said, you know, badges are awful with this, this particular sign, whatever sign that is. And if I was that sign, that wouldn't have mattered to you. Ah, uh, we would have been friends and then. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wouldn't have been. <laughs> If you if you were cool, then I would consider. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is I um I was a little I was a little intrigued because I have um I've never dated a Sagittarius, and so I was like, oh, well, this is different. Um, so I thought it was kind of cool just to learn more, you know, about you. And I kind of, I looked it up, but I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't put that much stock in it. I just thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Um, not really. I think our... Next show, um, there'll be more to cover. <laughs> yeah, we really ain't been doing much. So it's like, I guess we could still come out with content, but like, listen, man, I don't believe in like getting on the mic until I have something to say. Yeah. So I move by what I move by inspiration. So like, I don't play around by just getting on the mic, just throwing some shit together. I don't like doing that. Um, yeah. You can freestyle, but like I need some type of inspiration of like, oh yeah, we had this conversation. We could put that in there. If we stumbled upon this topic, uh, we could put that in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think for the most part, it's just, man, just trying to get through everyday life and stuff and work and being parent and you know these winter blues and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, to, it's been tough it's been tough yeah, uh, especially at on. work especially at work for me like yeah I'm on the verge of just like saying you know what I'm gonna be <laughs> on vacation this week so <laughs> yeah put it in I'm, I'll be back next week you know what I'm saying right I don't think it helps that we look at like the Florida forecast. Oh, I, I gotta keep that keep me focused. That keep me really, focused. That make that keeps me sad. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like seventy what eighty what, and then just going outside with my snow boots on. Yeah, I mean it is a good motivation though too. It's a little depressing. Yeah, that's what oh. keep me keep my feet moving for real. Yeah, warmer uh, days are coming. Oh yeah, and then I'll be bitching about how hot it is. So soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, such is life. All right, that's, that's everything. Uh, I love you, and thanks for potting with me. I love you too. Thanks for having me. Yes, and I love you all. Thanks for listening to us. (laughs) Yes. Peace.